sound stacks. This Sunday at MMW, irredeemable. After being publicly humiliated during his championship celebration, MMW breakneck champion Fresno Francis looks to teach challenger Eklund Thunderhead a lesson. Fresno! When you kidnapped and married my aunt, I vowed to take you down! Team above all else traveled all the way from their banishment to the crock hole to challenge team bubble balls for the MMW Tag Team Championship. Soon you'll be in the crock hole and we'll be standing over you holding up what used to be your belts. Despite holding the women's title for over 16 months, will champ Lila Ekins be able to defeat professional murderer Holly God. Ever since you started murdering, you think you're all that. But I remember when you first got here, I know where you came from. It's not where you come from, it's where you're going. And this Sunday, in the first ever Watergate match, I'm going right into the record books when I murder you on pay-per-view. This is a promise. You will see a live murder! And don't miss a very special emotional confrontation when champion Piss 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 has a spirited debate with challenger John Denver for the MMW Flowerweight Championship. Uh, the straw man arguments that I'm prepared to use will be irredeemable. All this plus an undercard not worth mentioning this Sunday MMW Irredeemable. And I'm gonna be irredeemed. Sound stacks? Look, just take the plea bargain. There's no reason to drag this out any longer. As your attorney, I suggest you strongly consider it. No, I want my day in court. All right, let's go through it again. First victim, Miss Cecilia Franklin, your ex-wife. Who ran off with the insurance salesman. Yeah, all right, I shouldn't have done what I did, but I have a hard time controlling my anger. It was a crime of passion. And it was still a crime of passion while you were eating the body afterwards? I noticed the ring on your finger, prosecutor. How long have you been married? That's none of your business. Well, if your spouse just up and left you after five years of happy marriage, you might feel like eating them too. Okay, what about Steve Jacobs? I ate him for the inheritance. Dad remarries and new son gets the house. That's not justice. Murdering your half-brother and then eating the delicious body, all the legs, and the yummy gooey parts around the ribs. That's justice. It's not pretty, but it's justice. To clarify, my client is speaking hypothetically. No, I am not. Fine, but what about Pastor Damien Smythe? a father, and a veteran. I was drinking, like usual. I thought I'd be okay to drive. I've done it so many times before. And I got in the car, and the next thing I remember, there was, there was a man in my headlights, and I couldn't stop. There wasn't any time, and I hit him. And when I got out to see if he was okay, I ate him. Shh, it's okay. Why? You think it doesn't haunt me? 
Knowing that if I had just given someone else my keys, you think I don't lay awake every night just wishing it was me who had been eaten by me? All right. How about three years probation and he goes to AA meetings? No. It's okay, old friend. We're going to trial. The people should hear my story. Sound snacks? Live from picturesque Soundstage 34, it's America's favorite game show, Don't Be a Dick, John, and here's your host, Daryl Dodson. Hi, folks. This is Don't Be a Dick, John. Now say hello to our contestants, Mindy Smith from Philadelphia. Woo! Excited to play the game. Sandra Jacobs from Seattle. Happy to be here, Daryl. And John Gregory from Denver. Hey, uh, also happy to be here. Little concerned by the name of the program, though, I have to say. Let's jump right in. Question number one. If you think a stock is on its way down, you could do this to profit from the frowns. Uh, uh, short the stock. Short. Great eye. You know, I'm pretty self-conscious about it, but I guess you spotted these lifts, no problem. Wait, no, I, I was uh, just answering. I didn't... Yeah, you know, we can't all be 5'11". Six foot even, actually. Hmm. Six foot, really, John? Yeah. Okay, I think I'm starting to see what the whole deal is here. Let's just move on while John thinks about what he's done. Next question. In British feudal hierarchy, this title ranks below Viscount. Uh, Baron. <laughs> Nice going, John. Sandra has been trying to have kids for two years without success. I, no, I, I am so sorry. I didn't realize, I, I mean, as a parent of four, John, no one. enough. Haven't you had enough? I know you must be going through the worst pain imaginable right now. Really, John? The worst pain? My appendix burst five minutes before we started playing. What the? Why are you still on this game show? Because I need money to pay for my husband's funeral expenses, you ass. And now it's time for our final round. John, in this round, you can get a chance to win five times the points of a regular question just by not being a terrible person for ten whole seconds. And go. You know, I just want to apologize. I don't know exactly what I did to deserve a whole game show, but I, I think we could have resolved this by talking or maybe... Um, oh, okay. What do you here think we we've go. been doing? You huh? know what we've you did, been John. talking. You know it. Jesus Christ. Oh, he's got to say something. Well, that's our show. Looks like John lost all of his points in that last round there, so he'll be back next week to see what? if he can turn it around. Next week? Oh, my God. Did I die? Am I in hell? Wait a second. Oh my god. Am I in hell? I, I, I don't remember how I got here. Make sure you join us That's next week for another edition of Don't Be a Dick John! Supermarket. I, these are the same clothes I've been wearing for the last week. Sound snacks? Fifteen minutes. So, I guess you want me to take you back to that night. The voice you hear is that of Mark Everly. Four years ago, he was given a life sentence after he was convicted of killing and eating three people. Though he initially confessed to the whole thing, these days, it's a different story. It was a trauma. A great trauma that I went through when I heard what happened to them. 
It was so traumatic, in fact, that I immediately astral projected into the mind of the man, or, or maybe not a man that did it. So I confessed. But it was just my brain that thought I did it. My actual fleshy, salty body could never commit such an act. These days, Mark spends his time in Sing Sing Maximum Security Prison, gaining new hobbies and thinking back on a life he maintains was snatched from him. None of us know exactly how things are going to go, right? One second, your stepbrother is telling you the bad news about your dad's will. The next, someone else is swallowing his little nose. He always had such a little nose. And now it's poop. Out in the ocean somewhere. Wow. I went to visit him last Wednesday on a day that Mark made sure to tell me was softened bread's day in the cafeteria. So it's wild. Lately, I really do live for softened bread. It's like my tummy tum is saying, hold on a second. All those bone shards you give me, and now this? Oh, I've, um, I've never eaten bone shards. I was referring to one specific time when I bit into some pork bone by accident. It was a short pig, not long. It's never long. After he was prosecuted, there was a media circus covering his trial. It caught the attention of the global community, from people demanding that New York bring back the death penalty just this once, to others who lined up around the courthouse holding signs insisting he be set free. They thought he was innocent. What can you tell me about Cecilia? I met Cece at a roadhouse-themed pop-up on the Lower West Side. I bought her a drink. She told me her name. The same story every couple has, you know? It was crazy, and three weeks later, we were engaged. Wow. And out of that, a five-year marriage. Yes, though much of that time was spent in separate countries. She had a very demanding job. She met someone else. And then... I just couldn't believe she could do something like leave me. It was common in the legal proceedings for Mark to start to well up at the thought of his former wife, Cecilia Franklin, who, when he was reportedly down the street buying lotto tickets, was basically swallowed whole, his words. She was about five, five foot one. It wasn't that hard, hypothetically. Compared to that, Mark's time at Sing Sing has been relatively simple. He says his circumstances were so bizarre, it put many of the other inmates off of him immediately. The first time I came in here, I said to the guard who was leading me in, I said, is that the spot where the main character from Brian De Palma's Phantom of the Paradise got his teeth pulled? The guard told me that movie was mostly filmed in Texas, he thinks. Now that, that got me. Do you ever think about how, if you are in fact innocent, the murderer is still out there somewhere? Oh, of, of course. Of course, it, it tears me up inside. I lay awake every night, consumed with the thoughts of that creature still stalking around. We all make mistakes, though. They probably won't do it again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure that this was a mistake. Well, mistakes. We all make them. Generally, a mistake is defined as... You interested in some softened bread? It's... It's really pretty good, I'm telling you. Get me out of here. You need to get me out of here, please. Help me. Help me. I did it, but help me. I left Sing Sing that day with no more answers than when I came in. But hey, that's life, isn't it? With Livin' for Murder, I'm Emma Basinger. Sound stacks. <laughs> <laughs>
So I turned to Derek and said, wait, I thought you brought the chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I'd be so embarrassed, but it seems like you had fun. Speaking of fun, Sarah, Jeff, how was the anniversary trip? Oh, it was incredible. The resort was so beautiful. The room even had a hot tub. Which we, um took advantage of sarah uh you don't mean you did it do you maybe in a hotel room that's disgusting it was our hotel room yeah for one night other people are gonna use that room okay it's not weird to do it in a hotel room yeah derek matt you guys just got back from your honeymoon i'm sure you you know yeah when we got back to our home and bedroom We're, we're not perverts We're not perverts! Is that it? Do you have some kind of weird fetish? No! I mean, at least not because of that. No, it's not weird to do it in a hotel room. Look, okay, Pretty Woman is on the TV. I'm gonna unmute it. I'd like to hire you for the week. To do it in this hotel room? What? Of course not. I'm not a fucking pervert. We'll wait until we get back to the house that I owe. Richard Gere wouldn't do it in a hotel room, even if it was just for a role. How dare you imply that about Richard Gere! This is a prank, right? It is not weird to have sex in a hotel room. Sex? We thought you meant kissing! I'm calling the cops! Sound snacks? People, people, please. I know we're all hoping to get some time with my client, but we can only take a few questions. You over there, go ahead. Mr. Everly, how do you feel being the first cannibal to have your conviction revisited and reversed? I want to remind everyone that he is officially, in the eyes of the law, not a cannibal. It feels transcendent, like the real killer probably felt when gobbling up my loved ones, as if he was absorbing their souls along with their bodies. How do you respond to the witnesses who came forward and claimed to see you run over and then eat the third victim? I would say that they were likely mistaken. I happened to have a very common hair color, common build, common height. And what was that height again? I'm 6'5". Next question, please. The judge suffered from brain swelling before making his final decision. He was standing behind a horse. Look at the equestrian ledger. Check the equestrian ledger. Uh, Security, please have this unkempt protester removed. Uh, uh, Get off of me. You can drag me away, but you can't drag the truth away. Woo woo. (laughs) Okay. On that note, we would like to give a special shout out to True Crime Podcast, Living for Murder for bringing Mr. Everly's case to the public eye. I'm kind of like a celebrity now. It's actually pretty cool. Or it would be cool if, you know... Oh, if... If all those people didn't have to die... for it. We were told you would make a statement about the true killer, presumably still at large? Oh, he's at large, all right. And I have a statement. Now that I'm finally free, finally seen as the innocent bystander that I am, I am going to do all that I can to help find this scum. And I swear on the spirit of my beautiful, delectable, incredibly frustrating former family members that if I find this man, I will chomp chomp the shit out of him. 
that's all. Thank you very much for your time. From now on, we're going to avoid chomp chomp as a verb. I don't see how that's happening. It is absolutely my favorite verb. Sound stacks. Thanks for listening to another flavor of Sound Snacks. Sound Snacks was written by and features the voices of Casey Turgeson and Andrew Taven. And our theme song and some additional music was created by Mike Bledger. This episode also featured the voices of Nicolo Aid, Shawnee Matoka Becht, Jenny Jaffe, Max Ash, Jean Zafagari, Allison Frasca, Griffin Newman, Katie Barsodi. Alex Patak, Marina Templesman, Brandon Scott Wolf, Gabriel Lax. Try every extreme comedy flavor.